There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone the electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. For 11 years, beginning in 1987, Los Angeles investigators were working tirelessly to find the person responsible for the deaths of over 10 women. This man, who they were calling one of the most prolific serial killers in Los Angeles history, had left DNA at some of the scenes, but it wasn't matching with anyone they had in CODIS. Not initially, at least. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Chester Dwayne Turner, born November 5, 1966, was a latchkey kid who moved to Los Angeles with his mother after his parents separated when he was five. His mother worked two jobs to make ends meet, and Chester, who dropped out when he was in high school and was made to stay home most of his childhood to help her out, worked at Domino's and lived at home until his mother moved to Utah. Once she left, Chester began bouncing from homeless shelter to girlfriend's homes to Skid Row and missions, just trying to find a place to lay his head. By 1992, he had begun a less-than-perfect relationship that resulted in a child and constant fighting. His life with this woman, according to some, left him angry on the streets and needing to vent his frustrations. He did this by earning himself a number of convictions, which included theft and drug possession, and spent a lot of his time in and out of prison. What police didn't know was that, behind these smaller convictions, was a man who was systematically channeling his anger into the gruesome strangulation of a number of women. For years, this man, later dubbed the Southside Serial Killer, killed the homeless, drug addicts, and sex workers without being caught despite there being a task force dedicated to his capture. There were no witnesses, and the very little DNA they had didn't match with anyone in their system. Beginning in 1987 with the murder of 21-year-old Diane Johnson, Chester Turner actively killed for 11 years. The victims are as follows. Diane Johnson, 21. Annette Ernest, 26. Anita Fishman Breer, 31. Regina Nadine Washington, 27, who was also six months pregnant. Andrea Triplett, 29, who was five and a half months pregnant. Desiree Elmay Jones, 29, Natalie Price, 31, Mildred Williams Beasley, 45, Paula Vance, 24, and Brenda Breeze, 39. These women were vulnerable and deserved to have their murders solved, so police worked tirelessly to do so. It took until March of 2002 for there to be a break in the case. That's when Chester Turner sexually assaulted a 47-year-old woman and threatened to kill her if she went to police. Thankfully, she called his bluff and reported Chester as her attacker. He was offered a plea deal, and part of the specifications of this deal involved him giving a DNA sample that could be entered into CODIS. He thought nothing of it and went on to begin his eight-year sentence. What he didn't know was that at Mildred Beasley and Paula Vance's crime scenes in 1996 and 1998, police were able to recover some DNA. So when the task force for the Southside serial killer began looking into samples, in September of 2003, they finally got a ping. 
Chester Turner was their serial killer, and it wasn't long before a full examination into his background connected him to nine of the 11 unsolved cases. Though, according to police, there may be as many as 20 killings total attributed to the Southside serial killer. Chester would not have, if it were not for his plea deal, ever entered their radar. He was a quiet 38-year-old father of four and had only minor drug offenses on his record prior to this recent rape charge. He was questioned and, of course, pleaded not guilty to the strangulations. On April 30th, 2007, Chester Turner was convicted of 10 murders and the murder of one unborn fetus. On July 10th, he was sentenced to death. Then, in 2014, he was brought up on four additional murder charges. He was linked to the deaths of Cynthia Annette Johnson, 30, Alondra Joyce Bunn, 22, Mary Edwards, 42, and Deborah Williams, 28, and charged with their murders, and received another death sentence. They also discovered that a mentally disabled school janitor, David Allen Jones, had been charged with three murders that police now believed were perpetrated by Chester Turner. He was released in March of 2004 and filed a lawsuit against the city of LA. Chester Turner has, as new murders have come to light, since been dubbed one of the most prolific serial killers in the city's history, which for LA is saying a lot. And to this day, no one knows why he began his reign of terror. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. It has, as of tomorrow, been a full year of daily murder stories. Thank you so much for tuning in every day. It really means the world to me. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 1st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember... Stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.